Hey friends, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, health and wellness coach, and an Enneagram 6 who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations just like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail on the back porch. We're going to cut through the BS stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first so that we can live out the hopes, dreams, and desires that God has placed on our hearts, even if we don't know what that is quite yet. But I got you. We're in this together. So grab that after bedtime cocktail, meet me on the back porch, and let's do this. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Start Scared. I am so excited that you're here today and that you continue to join me each week. And if this is the first time that you are joining me, welcome. I am so happy that you are taking the time out of your busy day to hang out with me and chat. And I am extra pumped that you are here for today's episode. I had the honor and the privilege of sitting down and chatting with Megan Edinger. She is married to her high school sweetheart. She's mom of three. She is a podcaster. She's a group fitness instructor and so much more. She wears all of the hats. As a young mom, she found herself lost and overwhelmed in motherhood, and she just assumed that this was normal. I am sure that you can relate. I can certainly relate to that. And she has actually spent the last 10 years getting to know herself all over again and what she needs and what makes her happy. It is her passion to help other moms ditch the idea of perfection, holla freaking luyah, and reduce the feelings of overwhelm and loneliness that sometimes comes with being a mom. I really think that you are going to love our conversation. So with Without further ado, here is my chat with Megan. Megan, welcome to the show. I cannot tell you how excited I am that you are here today. I feel so incredibly honored by your gift of time since I know that you are super busy and I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you. Thank you, Christy. I'm thrilled to be here. All right. So first of all, let's start by telling the woman listening a little bit about who you are. Who is Megan? Sure. Um, 34 years old. I have three kids, um, 17 almost 13 and 11. Um, they're all very active in sports. I am a group fitness instructor and a podcaster. I also work full time. Um, so we just have a lot going on around here. You wear a lot of hats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I love your no BS approach to life and you tend to kind of pull back the curtain on the real and the raw and you really make moms feel like they're not alone and by sharing things that people typically hide from, right? Mm -hmm. So why is that important for you to do? Yeah, this is especially important to me because I was a young mom. Um, I had my first child slightly before my 18th birthday. And so I didn't have a lot of mom friends. I knew motherhood from what I knew. Like I watched my mom and her sisters, of course. Um, But no one really talks about the hard stuff. You know, when someone has a baby, how are you? I'm great. You know, that's, that's the acceptable response. Um, how are the kids doing? Everyone's great. That's the acceptable response. Um, no one ever says like, my kids are driving me crazy. <laughs> Everyone is mean to me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that, if you don't know that other people are going through those things, it can feel really defeating, really lonely. And it can really make you feel like you're not 
doing your job as a mom. Oh my gosh. Um, I have, I have goosebumps because that's so true. It's, it's so isolating. You know, you mm-hmm. feel like you're all alone. I must be a really shitty mom. If my kids are yelling at me or if my kid <laughs> is throwing a temper tantrum or whatever, you know, and because nobody shares the real, like my, my good friend just told me that she's pregnant and she's like, pregnancy is crazy. And I said, yes, girl, it is. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and tell you that it's easy and that it's glamorous and that it's rainbows and unicorns because it's not buckle up girl. You know, it's wonderful, but it's also a shit show. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a podcast. It's called the no BS mama podcast, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love. It is amazing. So why did you decide to start your podcast? Was there anything that was keeping you from starting since you are so incredibly busy Mm -hmm. and what made you push through that fear or those limiting beliefs? Yeah. So I had had this idea to start this podcast for well over a year and I had these limiting beliefs like, who are you to start a podcast? No one will listen. Um, You know, you name it. And I was like, you don't have anything to talk about. Like the list just went on. Um, And I actually follow an influencer. We follow the same person online and she was launching a course for podcasters. And I was like, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And it was in the middle of COVID. um, And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Um, I think that I I do have a really important story to share. I think that other people are going to benefit from the things that I want to talk about. Um, And so I really don't have anything to lose. Like if no one listens, no one will listen. But even if just one person does give me their time of day and I impact just that one person, then it's all worth it. I love that. And um, you have such a, like you said, you have such an important message and story to share, which I think is, and and from a perspective of so many women who are young moms or who have three children or who are raising teens, there are so many moms who are in your same boat right now that I think that you're, um, me included, <laughs> um, <laughs> that, you know, we can relate to each other and feel that connection and feel oh, I'm not alone. Oh, mm-hmm. she gets me. Oh, me too. And I think that that, that community is really, really important. So um, self-care is so important, right? And yeah. um, on your podcast, you even do bonus self-care Saturday episodes, which I think is super cool. <laughs> um, what is something that you personally do for self-care that is a non-negotiable? Mm-hmm. And how do you take care of yourself and put yourself first so that you can successfully pour into and give to others? Yeah. So those self-care episodes are actually, they stem from me doing a lot of experimenting over the last couple of years um, because I used to not do any self-care. I was fully, you know, I would just give and give and give and give and give until like I would literally get sick and shut down. Um, And so I've been more aware of, you know, needing to take better care of myself. And again, I know that other moms experience this too. And when, when we sit down and we think like, what do I need? We don't even know. Um, And so that's why I started those episodes because it was like, just try this thing. Maybe this is your thing, you know? And if this doesn't work, try next week's thing. Um, So for me, my non-negotiable really is my bedtime. Um, I have my 17-year-old love him dearly and he's really (laughs) unique in that he loves to chat. Um, But like he's a night owl. And by that time of day, my battery is just drained and I can't, um, you know, now that it's the summertime, all the other kids are up all hours of the night too. And so I have a very strict bedtime. Do not come into my room past (laughs) this time, unless 
you really honestly need me. Like I'm here if you need me, but try not to need me. (laughs) And you need that sleep so that you can be a patient mom the next day, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, so oh, go ahead. I was just about to say, how do you how do you maintain that bedtime? Like, do you have like a bedtime routine that you follow? You know, to make sure that you are in bed or asleep at a certain time. How do you do that? I do. And so you're probably familiar with this too, because you have kids around the same age, but we have practice like every night. So sometimes we're not even eating dinner until nine o'clock at night. Um, every day it looks different, right? So to have a routine every day doesn't work for my family. Um, so we have a joke, you know, mommy's turning into a pumpkin. Like <laughs> we've got to wrap this up because I got to go. I got to go. I don't care what you guys do, but I'm going to bed. Um, and then from there, you know, I'll read a book. I might light my um, infuser with some um, oils, those types of things, just like, just calming down and just letting go of the day. Um, that's also a really great time to journal. I don't do that every day, but if I have a day where I'm like, I have racing thoughts, I just need to like brain dump. I just write everything down. I don't really follow any prompts or anything. Um, but that's really how I like clear my head and process so that I get really good sleep because otherwise I go to bed, I'm anxious. I'm thinking about all the shit that I didn't get done today, all the stuff that needs to get done tomorrow. Um, worried about, you know, this one and that one. And I just, I can't settle my mind down. So I really need to give myself that space from my family so that I can work through all of that before I settle down for bed. Oh, I love that. And especially because, and I've said this before that your to-do list is never going to get done. So you need to just like shut it off at some point or else you're going to run yourself to the ground. Right. And nobody wants an overwhelmed, overworked mom, because that means there's no patience. You know, the fuse is small (laughs) and God knows what might happen if I don't take some time for myself and get a good night's sleep. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hey girl, hey, sorry to interrupt, but I hope that you are loving today's episode with Megan. Isn't she awesome? Anyway, I want to let you know of something brand new that I recently started. I have a free, yes, free pump up text list where once or twice a week, I send you an affirmation or a kick in the pants or a motivational quote straight to your phone. To subscribe, all you have to do is text start scared, all one word, to 855-849-849. 0997 and you're in. It is that easy. I will also put this information in the show notes for you to access as well. All right, let's get back to my conversation with Megan. So we hear a lot of a lot about people's successes in their lives, especially on social media. They post all of these wonderful things that they're doing, but I want to know about a time that you failed and how did you react to that failure and what did you learn from it? How did it serve you in a way to create more clarity? Mm-hmm. Oh, so many to choose from. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back a few years. Um, I was working in a corporate environment. Um, so to set the scene at the time, uh, I guess it was like 2015-ish. Um, so still post um 2007, when the market crashed and everything, and employers were very much in the, if you don't want to do this job, someone else will type of um, situation. And so at the time I was going to school full-time and working full-time, my husband was going to school full-time and working full-time. We had three kids. We were paying an arm and a leg in daycare, and I was doing everything I could to like climb this corporate ladder. And it was working, you know, we were doing pretty well. 
and um, a management opportunity became available. And I wasn't going to post for the position because again, there's like negative thoughts, like you're too young, you're not ready, blah, blah, blah. Um, but other people on my team and in my department were encouraging me to apply. Um, so I applied, I went through the whole interview process and the position ended up going to someone else on the team who was, she'd been there longer. She was very deserving. Um, but my manager told me that he was really surprised at how prepared I was for that next step. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. Like I, at that point I was like, my career was definitely ahead of my children. And I hated that about my life, but it was like, if I want to provide for them, the type of life that I want to provide, this is how it has to be. Um, and it was in that moment that I was like, we're not doing this. this we're not doing this. Um, and so I ended up leaving the organization and, um, for a while I did like bartending jobs, um, you know, took like a step all the way back so that I could spend more time at home with the kids. Um, and now I work remotely. So it was a rough couple of years while we figured that out. But that was the moment that I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, why? What? What? I'm only doing this because I think that this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't really want to be here. Um, and so that failure really set the tune for the rest of my life because my life would be way different if I was still trying to find that corporate ladder. Oh, I love that. And it just provided you the clarity that um, your family is what's most important. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely, oh, I love that. And and so many times, like we take failure as, oh, I suck or, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough, but there are always lessons to be learned, right? Mm -hmm. And if you look for that, that space, that clarity um, to use that failure, quote unquote failure as a learning opportunity, man, what a great learning opportunity that you had to recognize that you can't keep doing what you're doing, especially if your family is what's most important or Mm -hmm. should be right. Awesome. So what is one piece of advice you can give to the woman in her thirties, who's listening, the mom in her thirties, who's listening, who has something weighing on her heart, but she, that she knows can make her life better, but she's scared to start. Mm -hmm. I would say that you and I know everyone says this, but you really just have to do it. Even the smallest, tiniest step forward, every single step forward that you take gives you confidence to take that next step. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, whatever voice that is inside of your head telling you that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not whatever enough is a liar. Um, and you just have to write your own story. Write your own story. I love that. That is awesome. And it's so true. And every single step you take, the more confidence you build, the more reps you make, the more confidence you build. And you're going to suck at the very beginning. You're not going to be great at it, but you have to take that first step in order to become better, right? Yeah. Um, And I'm like kind of working through that right now. There's some things that I'm trying to decide that I want to do like with this podcast. And I am scared shitless to make any kind of... um, step because I am really afraid of failure. Actually, I'll be hundred percent honest and I am a recovering perfectionist. So it's really hard for me to put things out there that I don't deem to be quote unquote perfect Mm -hmm. and nothing is ever going to be perfect. (laughs) And I can't get better if I don't just rip off the dang bandaid. So every single step, (laughs) write your own story. Whether it's a little thing like running a 5k or a big thing like 
starting a podcast and making that your career, um, it is just those little teeny tiny steps that chip away and chip away and chip away at the bigger goal. So I would say, make sure you have a bigger goal that you're working towards. Um, know that there's going to be failures along the way, and then just keep taking tiny little steps. It doesn't matter if it's going to take you longer than someone else that has done it. It doesn't matter if it's not as pretty as someone else that has done it. None of that matters because you are going after something that you want. That is all that matters. I'm going to put this on repeat for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, Okay. Super fun question. What is your favorite cocktail? Oh, I am a tequila girl all the way. So you can always find me with a margarita. Nice. Um, We drink a lot of ranch waters around here. Oh, Um, have you ever had one? No, it's tequila. Okay. It's um, tequila and lime and usually like sparkling water. Yeah. And um, you can get them in a can or you can make it yourself. It's super good. Um, My husband and I love it. So, (laughs) all right. So finally, please tell the woman listening where she can find you and your freaking amazing podcast. Yeah. So you can find the No BS Mama podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, and I would love to connect with you on Instagram at Megan.Edinger. And we can link all of that up in the show notes for you, I'm sure. I will. Yes. Awesome. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much for being here. I am obsessed with the fact that you are pulling back the curtain on the real and the raw. And I think you and your, your podcast does that every single week. And I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your willingness to share more about yourself and really to just give us all permission to be our true authentic selves and to remember that we don't have to always have our shit together. (laughs) (laughs) No one else does. So why should we? That's right. Exactly. Thank you so much for being here, Megan. Thanks, Christy. Bye. Hey girl, Diddy Calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared Podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would share it with a mama friend who may also need one of our back porch cocktail chats. Go ahead and share it with her right now. Or it would be totally awesome if you could screenshot and share this episode on social media and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I could get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas. I am so grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you, girl. So cheers to you and our growth together. And remember, I am rooting for you and I love you. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.